Hey, it's Clay. Welcome to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. And got my uh, got my blood boiling here a little bit because I can't stand this toxic mindset that is being spread and is flawed in so so many ways. And I'm sure I've talked about this before, but I don't care. As much as this stuff is going to be put out to the public, I'm going to continue to try to combat it. So if that means that every other week the episode is going to have me ranting and raving about something, then so be it. I don't want to be one of these people that just sit back and complain about things. I want to actually try to offer up solutions and, you know, just trying to do something about it. So I apologize if you're saying, Clay, you've said this before. I know, but they just keep throwing this stuff out here and I can't stand it. And I want to do my part to try to motivate, to try to help you critically think through things. Because at the end of the day, that's all this is, is you just need to critically think through what is being said, but then really the reality of the matter. And I get it, if you're new and just getting started in some of these areas, then I'm not saying that you should understand this stuff and you should know how it works. But hey, you're listening. I applaud you for that. And if I do my job right here, then I'm going to help open up your mind to why all this is just such a, just toxic. That's really the only way I can put about it. It's toxic. It's crippling. It is just, you know, building a, a false mentality and a false perspective to the world and to really just being in control. And that's what everything is about. Whether it's building your wealth, taking control of your finances, your health, whatever you're trying to accomplish, if you're not in control, if you feel as though that something is just, well, that's not, it just, it's not good. So this article here is titled, and it comes from CNBC Make It, Average CEO Pay Increased 14% in 2019 to $21.3 million and could rise again in 2020 despite the pandemic. Well, let's just be real off the get-go. What exactly is going on right now with the pandemic? Well, a big part of the pandemic is money is Quite literally, I, I, I mean this in a very literal way, money is appearing out of nowhere. You have all these stimulus checks. You have all this, you know, these efforts being geared towards quite literally just making money out of thin air. That's what these stimulus checks are. When the government has sent out all sorts of money, what exactly do you think is going to happen? What is the intent behind that money? Well, people can pay the bills. People can keep shopping. People can... We'll spend the money, right? So what exactly do you think is going to happen when quite literally in 2020, it's been the year of free money, free money, free money. And I'm not getting into whether I agree with those stimulus you know, packages and programs or not, but just from a basic economic standpoint, well, yes, when free money is being sent out, when people are forced to stay home, and while I'm at home, I, I, I can watch Netflix, I can shop online, I can cruise around online. Oh, look, some money just showed up in my mailbox. Hey, you know what? I'm not having I'm not allowed to drive anywhere, so now I actually have a little bit more money because I'm not spending it on gas. Okay, well, uh, well, all the restaurants are closed, so now I, I can't go out there and spend you know 10 bucks for a hamburger. So I have more money left over. So people have more money. People are getting money. And when that money is coming from just literally the government printing press and they just spew out more money, well, yeah, uh, uh, why would it not rise? Why would companies, why would CEOs not make more in 2020? 
their companies are going to do better. So just from that point of view, I'm not sure why it's, it's not, it should not say and could rise again in 2020. It's going to rise. Like, why would it not rise? That's uh, you know, just a, so a little bit of common sense based in economics there. Now, I'm not going to read through this full article because I don't feel like getting myself all, you know, irritated again. But there's a couple of key talking points here that really just it it shows a I don't know the the these the the authors of this study. First off, they're the and I'm, I'm trying to think through my words carefully. Don't say anything too brash, Clay. But let me let me just put it this way. I'm not very impressed by the people that put this study together just based on their their kind of overall premise of, of how they kind of conclude some certain things here. But first off, one part of the article states, from 1978 to 2019, CEO pay increased by 1,167%, which is far greater than both the growth of pay for the typical worker, 13.7%, and S&P stock market growth, 741% during this 41-year period, according to the study. Well, I see stock market growth of 741%. And you know what? I'm, 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 I would be very, very happy to know that you could grow your money by 741% during that period. Now, the typical worker, 13.7%. But here's... Here's a, here's a thing here. What I, I don't know why they didn't throw this as an asterisk, but the typical worker that only saw a growth of 13.7%, well, guess what? That quote-unquote typical worker could have enjoyed the stock market growth of 741%. How? Well, by saving some money and investing into the stock market. So for them to just somehow say that the average worker, I mean, the best they could have done is 13.7%, you know that that's a that's deceiving. Maybe yeah, it, it did grow 13.7%. But the stock market which everybody has access to, everybody. Now, the one and I've talked about this time and time again, the hurdle is you have to make the conscious choice to save some money. You can't just spend money as fast as it comes in. You got to be willing to save some money. But if you're willing to save money and then invest it into the stock market, you could have enjoyed 741%. Well, Clay, that's still less than 1167. Who cares? Who cares? There are maybe, I don't know, 5,000 CEOs in the world. That's been an, let's just do this. Let's say that there's actually a million CEOs in the world that make, what was that number? Oh, 21.3 million. Okay, so there's a million CEOs in the world. Who cares that a million people in the world of billions and billions and billions of people had their increase 1167%? And, and we'll get back to this here in a second because it's it's actually, I have, a, I have a quick trick for you to just really not only for you to want these people to keep making money. I, quick trick for that. So don't even worry. But I mean, even if, if this other talking point that I'm going to get to here didn't exist, who cares? That, that Good for them. That's great. They, they were a select few that were able to become a CEO of a, of a massive company. I mean, great. That's awesome. If anything, hey, can we, can we talk? How, what did you do? How did you become? What process, what plan, what pathway did you take where you were actually able to land a job as a CEO of a multi-billion dollar, a million dollar company? Congratulations. Can, can we talk? I'd love to learn from you. But instead, these people are going to complain about it. Somehow, you know, essentially portray 
that they're evil or something. What? That's a what kind of mentality is that? Want to you know strive to learn from these people, appreciate the hustle and grind. Well, well, they got it from their parents. Okay, there's probably like ten people that got it from their parents. Setting them aside, because if you you know you can pick outliers in any instance. But setting that aside, why not look at this? But at the end of the day, who cares? 1167% versus 740%. That, that's not, I mean, it's, yes, there's a difference, but it's still, let me put it this way. People could have done just fine by being able to see an increase of 741%. That's crazy. That's just, that's not doubling your money. That's not tripling your money. I don't even know what that, what is that? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Triple, quadruple. I don't know what that is. It's even bigger than quadrupling your money. And everybody, let me repeat that. Anybody had the opportunity to do so with the one stipulation that you had to make the personal choice, the personal decision to say, hey, you know what? Instead of, you know, whatever materialistic item, instead of whatever vacation, instead of whatever, and I'm not saying you can't have fun, but there just needs to be a little portion, a little sliver to just not spend every single dollar you get, but just to invest them in the stock market and you would have had it. Now to continue on in this, 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 this is the, this part just makes me not, not a, not a huge fan of these people that put together this study, but so to pick up with the sole increase, the increase, so the increase again in the salary is due to two factors. CEOs are getting more pay because their power to set pay and because so much of their pay about three-fourths is stock-related. Not because they are increasing productivity or possess specific high-demand skills. Really, they don't possess high-demand skills. And it says, study co-authors, Michelle and Kandra wrote, they don't possess high, they don't domest high-demand skills. Wait, what are you talking about? They're, they're CEOs of multi-billion dollar companies, multi-million dollar companies. You don't think they had any skills that got them? So if they don't possess any high demand skills, co-authors, why don't you, why don't you two? If, if it's that easy, if, if it doesn't require any high demand skills to become CEO, why don't you two go and just become CEOs then instead of sit here and complain about it? Uh, apparently with your logic, they don't have any high demand skills. So, okay, well... I guess it's almost like working at McDonald's and flipping burgers. No offense to people. If you're young, just getting started, want to learn, or just even if it, even if you're not young and just getting started, even if you're just doing it as a side hustle, as, a, as an ends to a means, then go flip some burgers at, at McDonald's. Uh, not, not high demand skills. Should be easy to get that job right, you know, co-authors. So that comment there, just the, the ignorance is amazing. It's not high demand. You don't need any skill. You don't need any high demand skills to become a CEO. Cool. Go become one then. Go start your own company. Build your own company if you don't need any high demand skills. Now, I want to circle back to their pay is about three-fourths stock related. You know what? Awesome. In fact, I wish that number were higher. Why? Well, this is how you can quickly, quickly start to cheer for these CEOs to be making more money. Because the CEO's... I want to say legally speaking, I, I believe it's their fiduciary responsibility. I Don't quote me on that. But at the core, the stock or a CEO, especially of publicly traded companies, they work for the investors. 
They work for the people that have decided to invest their money with the company, aka give the company money. So there are people out there that are risking their own capital. They are putting their money where their mouth is. They are saying, you know what? I could choose to use this money to go on a vacation or to buy some coffee or to you know get a smart the newest model of the smartphone or, or do whatever. But you know what? I'm going to take this money and instead I'm, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to put some risk next to it and I'm going to give it to this company and, and invest into them. So think about that. That is who the CEO works for. They are working for the investors. And what is an investor? They are somebody that is making the choice to not go spend that money frivolously, but to invest it and to take some risk on it because there's no guarantee that that money is going to come back. That money could disappear. No risk, no reward. That's what the stock market is. You are risking your money, but but your money could grow. And how is your money going to grow? Well, it's, it's going to grow if that stock that you invest into, that you're risking your money on, actually grows. And who plays a large role in whether or not that stock is going to be going up? Well, the CEO of that company. So it, boy, oh boy, that changes the, the, you know, the, the paradigm quite a bit, doesn't it? If you invest, if you actually, so let me put it this way. My guess is these co-authors, they're, they're probably not investing in the stock market. I don't know that for sure. I have so full transparency. Like, I don't know. But to try to vilify, to try to almost demonize the people that if you were invested in them, you should be cheering for, that that, I, that just doesn't make so much sense. So some, because later on, and I'm not going to get into this, later on, they, one of the things is, well, you could cap. You could cap CEO pay. You could tax them more. Wait, what, what, what are we going communist? Cap their pay? Why would you want to cap the pay? Why would you want to tax those people more when you should be rooting for them? Why, again, are you rooting for them? Well, because if you are invested into their company, that means you have money at risk. And the way your money actually grows and doesn't disappear is if the stock price goes up. Who plays a large role in the stock price going up? The CEO. So why would you want to decentivize them? which is what both those things do. Capping pay, I mean, that's just obvious. Like, oh, oh, capping pay, well, that's not much of an incentive. Or just saying, hey, you know what? If you do well, if you make investors more money, you know, we're just gonna tax you more. Wait, what? How, how does that? I want those people to be as incentivized as possible as an investor, as somebody that is risking their money with that person's company. So why, oh, why would you want to disincentivize them? It just doesn't make any sense. So I, you, I suppose those people could have you know money invested with those companies who the CEO are they're complaining about. But as a personal financial matter, I would that that's some very flawed thinking, right? Hey, I have my money at risk with you, but I want to make your life less. I, I want to disincentivize your life, which means that you're probably not going to work as hard which means now my money has a higher chance of dropping in value rather than rising in value. Which, you know, like I said, maybe that's their thought process. It's completely counterintuitive. Or maybe they're just these people that run around and, and you know, spew this toxic nonsense that doesn't actually make any sense. So you want a quick way to just reason to cheer on the CEOs? Get invested. <laughs> I mean, invest your money. 
Money will grow. You want to have your money grow. You want to put yourself in a you know the most probable you know probabilistic. You want to put yourself in. Hey, you know what? I feel like the odds and probabilities are in my in my favor that if I take on this risk with my money, that it can grow. And if I see a CEO is just killing it and balling, and you let's just take it the typical ones. Look at Amazon. I mean, Bezos he's making all kinds of money, all kinds of money. Look at really any Microsoft. That CEO is making so much money. But have you looked at their stock price? As somebody that does invest in Microsoft, I am not mad one bit at that CEO. Not one bit. I am cheering him on. I am just grateful. He is doing a fantastic job of running Microsoft. My money is growing because of many of his decisions. Now, yeah, of course, the workers, they they uh, they contribute. But all the workers, I mean, they have the exact same opportunity that I have. They can put their money into Microsoft stock too. In fact, Microsoft probably has a fantastic 401k program where they get even better deals on Microsoft stock. But even if that didn't exist, you know what? They have the, they they can get Microsoft stock and benefit from all this upside too. Are they going to get the same CEO pay? Well, no, absolutely not. But they're also not making billion-dollar decisions, right? They're not you know, getting grilled by all sorts of different people, sometimes even the government, right? I mean, you got to go sit in front of Congress and all that sort of stuff. But I am more than happy for any of those CEOs when they're, when, you know, they're making more and more money. And you know what? In some situations, if I'm losing money or you're losing money and, you know, you, you've invested and while stocks are going down, CEO pays seem to be going up. You know what? I'm not saying that shouldn't irritate you. I'm not saying that you that shouldn't anger you. But here's the thing. Then sell the stock. Go invest someplace else. Say, you know what? I'm done trying to help your company. I'm done investing my money with you. In fact, I'm going to take my money back. And take your money back. Go find something else. And guess what? If enough people do that, then what's going to happen? That stock's gonna go down to nothing. And because, again, three fourths of their pay on average is tied to the stock, guess what? You are literally sticking it to that CEO. You are saying, sorry, CEO, I'm taking my money back. And when enough people do that, that stock price goes down. And if three fourths of that pay is tied to the stock, that CEO ain't making any money anymore. Or they're making very, very little money and you just stuck it to the man. So if it bothers you, if you are not happy with the CEO, then that's okay. Just sell. Take your money back. Go put your money someplace else. And there you go. And if enough people agree with you, and this this has happened, right? This is why CEOs get fired. This is why, you know, you know, board of directors has management changes and why I mean, sometimes companies just flat out fail. And a failed company will means that's just an indirect way of saying, well, yeah, the CEO just got fired there. Because, well, you know what? They're, they're not running a very good company. They're not making good decisions. And part of a good company is having, you know, happy workers. And you have happy workers by you got to pay them the right. You got to, you know, offer them the right benefits. Because at the end of the day, if you're not offering the right benefits, if you're not paying them right, then they're just going to go someplace else. And if everybody goes someplace else, well, now what? Your, your company's going to crumble because you don't have anybody to, to do anything. You don't have anybody to make product or offer the services and then as a CEO, everything collapses. So there is a, there is a whole lot of 
You know, when you have some money in the game, you can influence these things. You, there's no, there's because they're they're right. You anybody can throw stats at me. Well, did, didn't you see that company Clay? Their stock price was going down, yet the CEOs were making all this money. Yeah, that would irritate me. That'd probably be a good reason why I take my money back from that company and go put it someplace else. And like I said, and I I realize I'm repeating myself here, but I wish people would realize this is if. A CEO is that bad, that evil, not doing a good job, they are going to suffer consequences because once again, three-fourths of their pay is tied with the stock, which is what I love because their incentive is in line with my incentive, right? As an investor, as somebody that's risking my money, I want them to truly care about the stock price. I want them to do what is good for the company so that the stock price continues to go up. So, I mean, that would be, think about it. Let's just say that 90% of their pay came from just money, you know, just money generated by the company. It had nothing to do with what the stock price did. Do you think they're really going to care that much about the stock price when 90% or 95% they know they're just going to get anyways? No, they're like, eh, I mean, I, I, whatever the stock price does, that doesn't really matter to me because I, I'm, I'm getting X amount of as salary anyways. But no, you flip that around and 75%, 75% comes from whether or not the stock price is going up or down. You know what? I'm, I'm going to care quite a bit about the stock price. And who else cares about the stock price? Me, you, anybody that has chosen to invest in that company and risk their capital. And that is a good thing. There is nothing wrong with that at all. And that just goes to show just the, the, the backwards thinking here of... And this just tells me, I, I don't think that these people actually invest. If they do I, if they do invest, let me put it this way. I don't think they really understand how investing works. Because when you are vilifying the very person that is going to help your own money grow, you build wealth. And I don't say wealth in a greedy way. I just mean wealth in the sense of, hey, you know what? You can retire someday, enjoy, relax, do the things that you want to do because you made good financial decisions. But to vilify those people that are going to help you get to that spot be able to retire, be able to have passive cash flow, be able to have financial freedom. When you're vilifying those people, I'm not quite sure you really understand how this all works. But again, casting all that aside, you know what? <laughs> if CEOs have no high demand skills and if they're not doing anything, well, then why don't you just become a CEO? Because apparently they make great money and it's great money for not high demand skills. So go go just become a CEO, authors. Instead of complaining about it, go become a CEO, make all this money, and guess what? You can start to give away all your money and try to bring about this income equality that you're trying to establish. I have no problem with these people trying to say, hey, income needs to be more equal. Cool, here's an idea, here's a business idea. Because CEOs have you know low demand skills apparently, Go start your own company, make a bunch of money, and and this company can be based around, well, making income equal, you know, equal for everybody. That's cool. You 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 have a complaint. You feel as though somehow income needs to be equal across the board, or more so equal. We we uh, that that's fine. I'm not saying that I necessarily have to agree, but I I applaud you. I respect you. You've identified a problem. So, but what's the solution here? And according to your thought process, the solution would be, well, let's just become CEOs because it's not demand high demand skills. And then you can just go out there and start to 
I don't know, donate or just pay higher taxes. So that way the government can uh, apparently redistribute that in a much more efficient way than what a, a company could. I mean, you do whatever you want, you know, authors of this study, but uh, you know, I'm gonna have to respectfully, respectfully disagree uh, with a lot of your premises and a lot of your thought process here because it, it doesn't quite add up. So just realize that it's not only toxic, not, it's not only gonna make you feel like, oh, the system is rigged against me, oh, I can't get ahead. No, you definitely can get ahead. And within this very same study, they admit that you can get ahead. 741% stock market growth. And then everybody has access to the stock market, assuming you can just make that choice to save some money. All right, so hopefully this helps. I feel better now, but don't go out there and fall for this stuff. Realize how all of this works and realize that CEOs, we want them to do well because if you are invested into their company, them quote unquote doing well means the stock price is going up, which again, benefits you and I and anybody that's invested into that company. And if you don't like what they're doing, that's all right, take your money back. Sell your stock, go invest it someplace else, and that's how you stick it to the person because yeah, if they do a bad enough job and enough people make that choice that you're making, guess what? They're not gonna be CEO for very much longer or the company's just gonna you know collapse and go bankrupt. So hopefully this helps, but yeah, don't have this toxic mindset. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating. That goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there, and I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.